Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Stanford Davis Mills, Florida's Kyle Trask, and Texas A&M's Kellen Mond. And I can tell you there are a handful of teams who have done extra legwork on some or all of them. A list that includes the Bears, the Vikings, the Saints, and the Bucks. Now, it's unlikely, though probably not out of the question, that one of those quarterbacks could get pushed up and taken in the last few picks of round one. More likely, those guys start to come off the board right around the Bears pick in the middle of round two. And I think we do a lot of things that other teams don't do to help us make best decisions. Not speaking because I don't know what other teams do, but I feel very confident our guys are cutting edge and outside the box thinking on how we go through this process. Well, not just with your thinking, but also could it be harder to gauge how collectively where a guy might go? Because maybe a team will have a guy much higher and maybe you could have gauged in the past that you might know. No, I just read all, sense. I just read the mock drafts you guys do. I figure you guys have a better sense. <laughs> every yeah. every year, Trick Eric uses that line. He will work that line into that press conference every single year about how he is. I just look at what you guys mock. Same materials. Just, just loves the mock. mock. Never mock. freshens it up. Amazing. Well, gentlemen, happy draft day. This is this is Christmas Day for many football fans and for the Vikings. I mean, there's a million things that could happen tonight, and we will have you guys covered with our live Purple Daily Vikings draft special on the Purple Daily YouTube channel. So check it out. We wanted to just quickly here in the morning go over, I would say if there's a current Mount Rushmore of NFL mock drafters, Uh the three that came out starting last night and this morning are three of the four. We've got a Godfather mock, Mm -hmm. we've got a Toddfather mock, (laughs) and we've got Daniel Jeremiah from NFL Network and NFL.com. His mock was so explosive that they devoted a two-hour special last night in primetime to it on NFL Network. Not sure if you guys caught some of that or not, but I was glued to it. And guess what all three have? Trades. They all have trades because it's the most important part of mocking now. you got to give me the trades. you damn right. Don't just take picks that might not happen. Purple Daily is presented by our friends at TCL TVs. Enjoy more of what you love at TCL. And if these general managers whiff on high draft picks... They're going to get fired, which means they have more time to golf. And thanks to our friends at PXG Minneapolis. Thanks for the swag here, by the way, PXG. Maybe uh, maybe Judd and Declan, we can get you guys some swag Be nice. next time. I too. mean, yeah, we're right around the block. Yeah, Judd would look great in some PXG spring and summer apparel, I think. Just a, a bright colored shirt, maybe some white golf pants. 
Maybe some, oh, right uh, some white shirt. belt. I'm welcome. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that idea. So if you're looking for the spring and summer apparel, it has arrived at PXG Minneapolis and the Gen 4 Golf Clubs, which are the best performing clubs PXG has ever made, are also in the house. PXG Minneapolis and Southdale Center and find out more at pxg.com slash Minneapolis. I want a mock! Mock! All right, boys, I am popping up. We're not going to waste any time here. We're going to start with Godfather Mock, if it pleases the court. Mm-hmm. Mel Kuyper has spoken for the final time, and he has done trades this year for the oh, first wow. time. Wow. Yeah, which really so did up his game. And he has he has kept trades in his last iteration of a mock draft. Hope so. We'll see what he has all in right. store for the Vikings, okay? So pick three is really the fork in the road for all these guys, right? Is it going to be Mac Jones? Is it going to be Trey Lance? Sounds like it's those two guys that the Niners are deciding on. So Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars, Zach Wilson to the Jets, and then Mac Jones to the San Francisco 49ers. Mel's buying. Mel's buying what's oh. being sold. Mac Jones. Very interesting. All right. Uh, I feel like I, I would personally go with the more mobile options. I would either go Fields or Lance in this spot. Uh, I would go with more upside. Maybe they just want – maybe they feel like Mac Jones is just immediately ready to play in week one or something. I, I don't know. I that, don't know. I don't know that you needed to trade up to three to get Mac Jones. I guess that would be my thought process. Right. Yeah, kind of a weird kind uh-huh. of weird deal there. Okay, Falcons taking Kyle Pitts at four, according to Mel Kuyper. Jamar Chase to the Bengals. Devontae Smith to the Dolphins. A little run on wide receivers here. And then we have a projected trade. Todd, Todd, Todd. The New England Patriots trading up eight spots with the Lions to get into that seven slot where they will take Trey Lance, North Dakota State. Your thoughts on the Patriots trading up for Lance? Totally buy this. I completely. This is why Trey Lance, I don't think, I don't think Trey Lance and probably Fields as well falls to be an option at 14 for the Vikings because I think the quarterback starved teams are going to do exactly this. So I don't know if he's I don't know if he's got this exactly right, but I think the thought process is dead on for what we're going to see tonight and why those five quarterbacks are going to be gone fairly early. I agree. I think I I would be shocked if Trey Lance fell out of the top ten. I, I mean, someone's going to trade up if they want to get him. Panay Sewell to the Panthers at 8, falling a little further than most mocks have had him to this point. Now, Justin th- Fields then going to the Broncos. Now, that's interesting because they just traded for Teddy as well. So, He's a backup, though, right? So, so it's, No, right, but I'm just saying it's going to be if they just got Teddy, which they did, and then they take Fields, it would be very uh, intriguing to see who's going to be the opening day starter for the Broncos. I, I just have no idea when you have two great quarterbacks like Drew Locke and Teddy Bridgewater why you would take a rookie quarterback, but you know that's just that's just me. Running <laughs> yeah, I think Drew Locke's being shopped, my man. Yeah. I think Drew Locke's being shopped around. I there. mean, there is evidence of of teenage Declan just pining for John David Booty like yeah. 15 yeah. years ago, so yeah. quarterback it's evaluation just, anyway. might not be the strong suit. Okay, Cowboys <laughs> taking Patrick Sertan. Yep. Giants taking Jalen Waddle here, the third wide receiver off the board. Eagles taking J.C. Horn, so a couple cornerbacks off the board. The Chargers, the, the Chargers, bring it toys to taking the Rashawn Slater. Mm. And so if it plays out like this, mm. okay, before we unveil here, you still have edge rushers. You still have uh, wait, Mac Jones already went. All the quarterbacks, all are the gone. quarterbacks all are the, gone. The a guy gone. like Christian Darrisaw is still there. And that's who Mel Kuyper yeah, has the right. Vikings taking. Christian Darrisaw. I did not look at that, Tech. by the way. I did not know that. 
you're just that locked just, in, I'm dialed right. in on draft. Oh, day. today's all about the focus. Yeah, baby. If you <laughs> if you can't be focused morning tonight today, then you're done. Just get off the plane. I, I just want to say I feel amazing so far after the second vaccine, the Pfizer vaccine. I'm 15, 16 hours into this thing. Uh, I've been pounding some Pedialyte just to stay ahead of it, and I am here. I am ready to battle through. This you is what, WrestleMania today. You know okay, what you This got? is the Super Bowl. You you were given a dose of Bill Gates' concentration and genius. That's, That's right. what well, you I already, got. I mean, some might say oh, I already okay, had some right. of it. I mean, I, 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 I. <laughs> uh, no, that's not true at all. Uh, Christian Derrissa, <laughs> right. Vikings would be thrilled with one of the tackles here. They gave Dalvin Cook a big extension, which means they need to make sure he has some running lanes. Judd's going to think that that's uh, ridiculous. I also thought about edge rusher Quiddy Pay here. So, Derisaw to the Vikings. Before we get to some of the other mock drafts, Judd posted a piece on scorenorth.com. Three different paths that the Vikings could potentially take tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, walk us through those from your perspective, Judd, here. Let's, let's lay that out. So, three different paths that actually... I started off with are the most fun. So, like, if you're a f- if you're a fan, right? Like the most excitement, the most oh my god, I might have to go buy a jersey tomorrow type of pick. The second one that I came up with was the most realistic or plausible. So, what's probably going to take place tonight? And then, of course, the last one was worst case scenario. If you're a fan and you're like, oh really? They just did that. And it doesn't mean it'd be a bad pick, but it means that it wouldn't wow you. So, the most fun. Obvious, right? You find, you decide that you've identified and kept it pretty quiet that you are going to take one of those top five QBs. Lawrence yeah. Wilson, and it sounds like Mac Jones might be gone, which means that we're at Justin Fields or Trey Lance. So you either, if you're Rick Spielman, you trade up or one falls to you, but you make damn sure. And I mean, it's possible to to make a trade up. You, you could go to the Broncos and your old friend George Payton, right? There are definitely teams, and the Vikings, keep in mind, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, and Pelissero reported this week, the Vikings were making calls and probably tried to move up as high as four at one point, which you could argue is not for Sewell. It's not for a tackle. It's for a QB. So the most fun to me, beyond a shadow of a doubt, because there's nothing like a quarterback. In fact, there might might not be that position in the rest of sports, right? Like they're star players, but a court a quarterback by its nature, like like Dex, he loved JD Booty. Like in in another love, world, if J, if but if JD played safety, right, you wouldn't even oh. remember his name. Ooh. But I'm saying, like Tyler, Th- we still talk about Tyler Thigpen in this town, and Chili being mad, he <laughs> Tyler. lost Tyler Thigpen. There is there is nothing there is nothing that that grabs a fan base by its throat and excites them like the quarterback position. I would also like to point out, okay, and and uh, last night I, uh, I I sent a screenshot of my last PFF mock draft simulation where they will grade your picks and your trades and whatnot. And I I wound up I wound up trading up and listen like don't don't hate on me for this okay the the simulator accepted this trade on behalf of the Panthers I traded up from fourteen to eight and snagged Trey Lance with the eighth overall pick giving up the fourteen a third and a fifth and I don't think they would accept that in real life but they accepted it on the PFF market so I got into this big debate with people about like for one like it's probably not a realistic trade we can. 
whatever. Blame PFF, right? <laughs> but the but the second point of contention was it's way too risky. Like, why would you trade up? The Vikings don't need a quarterback right now, et cetera, because they already have a good quarterback. And 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 my 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 two points of contention were. One, a good, not great quarterback isn't going to put you in perennial Super Bowl contention unless the rest of your roster is perfect around him. And the Vikings have seen that. Is it Kirk's fault always? No. But is Kirk good enough to put the Vikings in perennial Super Bowl contention? No. And so I would always have my eyes peeled for a quarterback. Maybe it's Trey Lance. Maybe it's Justin Fields. Maybe those guys are busts. But that brings me to my second point of contention quarterbacks aren't the only guys who have a potential to bust, okay? we Sometimes we sit in here and we say it's way too risky to draft a fourth, the fourth quarterback off the board. Or like Trey Lance has only played, you know, a dozen and change college games in his career, and so he's really risky. Christian Derrissaw is risky. Garrett Bradbury's a bust. He mm-hmm. was supposed to be, like, plug-and-play right away. Matt Khalil was a bust. Mm-hmm. Look at how many non-quarterbacks who have busted. And the Vikings are a pretty good drafting team. And look at their first-round history. You know, like Laquan Treadwell, bust. Cordero Patterson, good kick returner, mostly a bust, right? So pick, sometimes yeah. pe- sometimes people like get so caught up in, well, that quarterback could be a bust, so you better take something else. Yeah. Well, the something else could be a bust, too. And so if there's a quarterback that could change my franchise, even if there's a 30% chance he could change my franchise for 10 years, I'm interested, and that's all I will say. And I think the idea of that guy sitting behind Kirk for a year is a really good idea. I think it works. And and look, the Packers, in my opinion, had premature love, okay? Premature love last year. Rogers isn't fried it, enough. It, it, hap- it happens to all of us. <laughs> Judd here. I'll tell you the yeah. website. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Are you aging? Can you not perform satisfactory on the field or in the bedroom? Or in the, or in the draft. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, nothing worse than premature love. But it, but what the Packers premature, did. E- premature evacuation from the first round <laughs> by trading back. But what the Packers did, what the Packers did was probably a year or two too soon. But it's the right idea, and here and here's what I like about the idea for the Vikings. If you've decided that Trey Lance is great, and like through your scouting, you might have, I don't know. The greatest thing right now is you don't need Trey Lance. You would want him. Like the whole Ponder thing always came back to me as a, oh my God, who's going to play quarterback? Let's get McNabb. Let's get Ponder. Because you were desperate. You didn't have one, right? How often have the Vikings planned for the future at that position to say, we don't have to do this, but we want to, and we think that this guy can play the spot for a long time and be good. And that doesn't mean that he has to step in day one of camp. I mean, the team controls that. We Fans mm-hmm. can clamor and say, bench cousins and play Trey Lance all they want. But until the team pulls the trigger on said move, it's not getting done. The point being is this is a very different dynamic to me because this would actually be planning as opposed to um, rushing to just try and find the replacement for Kirk Cousins. Yep, I agree. Like you, it, it would mean that you feel so confident that that whoever falls closer to you uh, would would be a solution for the future beyond Kirk Cousins that you wouldn't feel desperate to do it, but you'd be like, hmm, didn't foresee the draft playing out this way, but I mean, since it did, we might as well pounce. I, I I have three different thoughts on what could happen tonight. I'll give you I'll give you what I would do A and B 
and then what I think the Vikings are probably going to do. So the the first thing I would do is be on the hunt for one of these quarterbacks to fall. And I think it's going to be either Justin Fields or Trey Lance. If it's Mac Jones, I don't know. I mean, I just don't I just don't know that Mac Jones in 5 years is going to be carrying your franchise at an elite level. I think he's I think he has a chance to be a good starting quarterback like a Kirk Cousins, just cheaper for 5 years. Yep. But I'm not clamoring to draft Mac Jones personally. Run the tape back in three years if that dude is hoisting, you know, Tom Brady style his second Super Bowl championship within three years of being in the league. But I would be on the lookout for Trey Lance or Justin Fields if they start to fall. I'm interested. If that doesn't happen, offensive tackle is my priority. Rashawn Slater, Christian Derrissaw. Um, I don't think Panay Sewell is going to fall that far, but I'm looking to fix offensive line. That's sort of my second priority if the quarterback thing doesn't work out. What I think the Vikings are going to do, because I think all the quarterbacks are going to come off the board, I think there's a good chance three offensive tackles come off the board before 14. I think they go Jalen Phillips. I th- or, or, or edge rusher, maybe it's Quiddy Pay. But Jalen Phillips seems like, he seems like a guy that Mike Zimmer would love to ignore the red flags on and, and put opposite to Neil Hunter for as long as it works, whether it's two years, you know, I don't think Mike Zimmer is thinking five years down the road, is this guy going to have a shortened career because of concussions? Yeah. I think he's thinking, holy crap, this dude could, we could put Daniil Hunter and this dude out there and the 750 pounds of beef we've put together in the middle of the defensive line and make a real run at the, at the number one defense in the NFL again. This is why you have a GM to say no, though. I'm sorry, concussion, you can't cut. When a, has he said no to Mike Zimmer? I know, but you can't cut a man's head open and examine his brain and that's what concussions are like it's the one thing i can examine your knee pretty well your ankle there's a lot of things that i can say you know what that's going to be fine or oh my god it's not you're going to play about three years um but a brain and concussions uh that's why and you're right ordinarily it does appear that rick does what mike wants but I mean, he has the title of GM to step in in a situation just like this and say, "Mike, we can't do that one." Like, sure. like this is that. So I, I think that the I'm with with you. I think that they probably, if they just stay at fourteen, take a tackle because you've got to protect Kirk and you have to be. They know that Kirk does not feel blindside pressure. So that to me seems to be probably the most realistic thing of what they're going to do. Uh, the last one, which I fear that they might do, which I think is just going to be, uh, it's either going to be a yawn or or virtually lots of boos, is that they will get to 14, that there might be a quarterback who fell. I don't think so personally, but let's just play this out, and that they trade back. That they trade back because they're, they're like, we can get our second-round pick back, and we could still get quitty pay probably at take your pick. So that's my... It's not that it would be a terrible choice, but it would certainly be the most to me eye rolling, eye rolling Viking sort of yeah. Spielman and Zim combination, right? Because we'll get our defensive player, and Spielman's like, "I got more picks," and they're all high fiving, and we're all like, "Really? That's what you did?" Is there a chance, by the way, that the top five picks just through trades could all be quarterbacks? Is there a chance? Because we're sitting here saying, "Well, the." The, well, maybe the Falcons take a quarterback, but is there a chance that the that that we're thinking about teams trading up to like nine or eight or like seven with the Lions, right? Yep. 
Is there a chance that teams could say, I, I ain't going to risk it. We're moving up to four or we're moving up to five. The Bengals already have their quarterback. They would probably trade back. Of course. Um, although they would also like a franchise left tackle. Yeah, I think Cincinnati, so. I think I think the Bengals are the longest shot to to trade out of there. Um, but for the Falcons, the Fal- it's not going to shock me if the Falcons keep the pick and take a QB. I yeah. will not be surprised at all. All right. Well, let's let's keep the uh, Mount Rushmore of mockers going here. I want to mock. Mock. We've got the Todd Father. This is Todd McShay's final mock draft of 2021. He starts off with Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars, Zach Wilson to the Jets, Trey Lance to the Niners. I like so him and that. Mel differ on the third pick. I like this one more. This makes more sense. I know if Schefter had a report this morning that. You know, they really have no leverage to get anything of substance for Garoppolo, right? Like, they're not going to get, like, a f- second-round pick for Garoppolo yeah. at this point. Yeah. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater got a sixth. Yeah. Like, you know, they, I mean, they would get something if they tried to trade him, but they're not going to get anything life-changing. So why not draft the guy who can sit behind Garoppolo for a year in Trey Lance and then make the move next year? I don't know. That's kind of what Schefter was saying this morning. Mm-hmm. Falcons taking pits at four. Jamar Chase to the Bengals at five. Jalen Waddle to the Dolphins. Panay Sewell to the Lions at seven. Panthers taking Rashawn Slater. So two of those tackles off the board. Mm-hmm. Mac Jones and Justin Fields still on the board until nine where Fields comes mm-hmm. off okay. to the Broncos. So this is becoming a consensus a little bit. Fields to the Broncos. Yes, it is. All right. Patrick Sertan to the Cowboys. So right now... You've got uh, Mac Jones still on the board, so teams, you know, maybe teams would look to trade up. This is where I think this is where if you're the Vikings and Mac Jones is still here, and the Patriots are behind you, and you although trade. the Patriots could they, the Patriots could call your bluff and say you're not going to take Mac Jones, we'll just wait for him. Uh, but <laughs> but could but could but could Washington at this point call you mm-hmm. or vice versa and hop the Patriots? Mm-hmm. Quiddy Pay to the Giants, Devontae Smith to the Eagles. Elijah Vera Tucker to the Chargers. Ooh, that's a curveball. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, there's been a lot of offensive line steam there. Um, yeah. This is right in the area where he's being projected. So who who's still here? Mac Jones. So I is think still I there? believe Darisaw. Let me just scroll back up Darisaw, here. Darisaw right? is on the board. Okay. Mac Jones is on the board, and then edge rushers are on the board too. Although Quiddy Pay is gone. So, um, all right. So what do you do? This is the. By the way, this is the type of. Well, if, this is the type of draft board where you either you're they're either going to take Derisaw, yeah. or trade or trade back, uh, and try and get someone to bite on Mac Jones De- here. I would think. Depending on if if Washington likes Mac Jones, depending on what they, they would trade me, what I I might very seriously consider making a trade there because he's the one quarterback I just don't know on for sure. I mean, Trey Lance scares me, but I think I think there's a lot of good there. Mac Jones, man, that's a tough one. Uh, I think he has him taking Derrissaw as well. That's my guess for Jalen Phillips. There you go. 14th there to the Vikings. Yeah, okay. Concussed. The, right. Wow. The right. Vikings were among the bottom five in sacks last season, and Phillips had eight of them for the Hurricanes in 2020. With Phillips coupled with Daniil Hunter, Minnesota can return to its 2018-19 form when it was among the five best teams in sack production. So there you have it. Oh man, you were I right. mean, listen, he might he might be a dominant edge rusher, uh, but the concussion thing but, is obviously and Phil, unsettling. And then Mac Jones goes to the Patriots if, at fifty. If they do that, okay, 
And look, it wouldn't shock me. But what does that say about your priority of of strengthening not just semi-important areas of your offense, but absolutely key ones? Like, what does that say about that? Like, you've well, now but, rebuilt but, your defense, and you still don't have a left tackle. Like, it just, it, it just strikes me as e- even more confirmation if they go down that path that they are literally just going to bank on our defense is going to be the best damn yes. de- defense in the league. And our offense was good, so it'll still just be good. Yeah, I would think that this means that, and maybe they use their plethora of third and fourth round picks to trade back up into the second, but then they would have their eyes peeled for interior and, well, guards and tackles. I mean, that would be the, the next, I would say, two picks for the Vikings. But let's keep rolling here. Daniel Jeremiah. From NFL Network and NFL.com. I would say friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. (laughs) Friend of the show. Yes, absolutely. A friend of the show. I love that line. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. You just show up once. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. I think it's been twice. I think he's been on twice. Yeah, he's been on a few times. Gerson Rosas. Friend friend of the the show. show. Do we know that they like us? Oh, they love us. Because I don't need more friends, so. No, they're not. It's friend of the show. There's a big difference between friends of the show and friends of Judd Zolgad. There is a big Okay, big, big I just don't want to include there. them as my friends necessarily. I know that. Because they might we're call pro- me and then. And we're then, protecting like, you from that. Spend holidays with me. I just don't have time Gerson for it. Gerson and I talk about Jade McDaniels, but I leave you out of that. I don't, okay, I don't need you to do that. Tell Gerson I said hi, yeah, but that's it. No problem. Yeah, no there's problem. a barrier. There's yep, a barrier. There's a barrier. All right, Daniel Jeremiah moving the sticks. He's got Trevor Lawrence, number one. Yep. He's got Zach Wilson number two. <laughs> you got pop these videos going on. just going to pop up. You got now. stats going or uh, we, highlights. We don't need we don't need pop up highlights. Uh, Zach Wilson number two. Yep. Mac Jones to the Niners at three. Yep. Okay. All right. Kyle Pitts to the Falcons at four. No one's mocking a quarterback there at all. It's interesting. And and just mind you that most of the great mock drafters are only getting like eight to twelve. Picks right. It's like baseball. Every year. It's like baseball. It's hard to get a hit. So some of these, like, as soon as one of these is wrong, like if the Falcons take a quarterback, then all hell breaks loose. Yeah. Although then I think Pitts just goes to the Bengals. Uh, Bengals taking Panay Sewell. Dolphins taking Jamar Chase. Daniel Jeremiah has the Broncos trading up to seven to take Justin Fields. Seems, seems So now all three of these guys have the Broncos taking Fields. So they definitely have the steam. They definitely have the intelligence. Panthers taking Patrick Sertan. Lions taking Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. Cowboys taking J.C. Horn. Mm-hmm. Patriots trading up to 11 to draft Trey Lance. So, so five quarterbacks, quarterbacks and 11 picks, gone. two trades. Okay. Yep. This would make it easier for the Vikings. I think, I think part of me thinks that they just don't want to deal with a quarterback dropping. Sure. That it's just like, okay, so we have to pass on him, and then he becomes a franchise guy, and Kirk's the second biggest cap hit. Just, just take the decision out of our hands. Um, Devontae Smith to the Eagles at 12. Jalen Waddell to the Chargers at 13. Mm-hmm. So what? Derisaw's on the board. The right? edge rushers um, are on, on the board. Slater's gone to Detroit by this point. Yep. And so he has, oh, my God. <laughs> Hilarious. Unbelievable. I, I, I'm, done. Oh, I'm done. I'm done with. Today's. I did not. I, I'm. By the way, when I was watching last night on NFL Network, I did not see the uh, the evaluation of of the 14th pick. I just saw like the first eight. I'm done. So this is this is also new to me. J- Jalen Phillips is the most talented edge rusher in this year's draft class and wouldn't be available this late if not for his injury history. The Vikings ranked 28th in sacks last season, but the pass rush would be more productive with Phillips and a healthy Daniil Hunter. In the fold. All right, there it is. I want a mock. Mock! <laughs>
All right, your thoughts. I'm I'm underwhelmed unless this kid like it's I just with his concussion history, I, I, I'm baffled. Like this is a this could be a one and done. You have no idea. He's had multiple concussions, right? Like I've read stuff. I He's mean, had multiple. What if, what, what if? Listen, what if this is the only year they need out of him? What if this is the year that they have the best pass rush? They've got Patrick Peterson. What if they allow? They've got Harrison Smith still in his prime. What if they allow zero points in seventeen games? Wow, Just zero points. The shutouts. ultimate perfect season. Shutouts for 17 games, just like Zim wants. <laughs> you don't allow, you don't give up a point. 15 I'm, yards I'm, I'm envisioning the Remember the Titans speech. I don't want them to gain another yard. You will blitz all night. Yeah. I want them to A-gap. remember the night they played the Vikings. You will blitz <laughs> through the A-gap all evening long. I don't know. But that my, my gut says the same thing that we just saw with Todd Father and... And it, whether it's Jalen Phillips or maybe they have Quiddy Pay number one, I don't know what their board looks like. But if the if the draft plays out that way and all the quarterbacks are gone, and 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 wide receivers, and it's just like offense, 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 and your board is screaming, oh well, thirteen offensive players have come off the board, or eleven or twelve, and we've got this guy sitting at the top. I mean, the value will be in defense if the draft plays out that sure. way. Sure. So here's my thought: if I was talking about a position that was not vital or a player who who was going to be an immediate fix but was not a fantastic player necessarily, I would say, I don't really like this, but it's fine. But left tackle, again, is a franchise position. Like, there are, there's not a lot of these franchise positions, right, Phil Mackey? Yeah. But left tackle is, and, and Matt Khalil worked for one year, and then I don't know why, went sideways, unfortunately. But your idea there was the right idea, which is ideally you draft a left tackle, you plug him in, and for the next eight to ten years he's there, and once during his contract you have to pay him big. But that's fine because he's protecting your quarterback's blind side and because he is an incredibly important part to your offense, which is very important in the 2020s, right? So this is what I don't get about this thing is if I was talking about so if my whole platform was, take a third receiver because it's going to be fun and it's going to be great, which is true. It, it would be fun, right? But that would be sort of, uh, uh, come on now. You know, I mean, you don't know how long a guy's going to play. He might be a bust. If he's a bust, it's a problem. But I think to circle back to your point, Phil, and I think the most important thing here is this. There are positions at with which if a guy busts, you do look dumb. I think if you if you force a receiver and he busts, that looks pretty bad. But I've never complained about Khalil because the idea was right. Again, to quarterback. Now, the ponder pick is a bad pick because it was forced, and you were basically hyperventilating when you made the pick. But but the idea on the position wasn't terrible. So this comes back to when we're talking left tackle, I don't feel like this is, uh, well, if it doesn't work, you are you look like a fool. No. If it doesn't work, it's one of the positions that was worth a gamble. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I hear you on that one. I think I also just think with quarterback, even if you do force it, like that's where I disagree a little bit. It's still like you're, it's the most influential, important position in all of sports. And so I, I'll even give a little leeway for ponder. Like clearly they whiffed on the evaluation and they stretched maybe a full round. And so that's a little aggressive. Like, could they have traded? Could, 
could they have moved back and still gotten their guy, right, and picked up some after, extra draft capital? But I'm rarely going to rip a team for making an aggressive move to get, especially in today's NFL with Trey Lance, a mobile big quarterback that can, if he pans out, that can maybe make up for deficiencies in other areas on your roster. Um, if they do draft an offensive tackle, you know what that is for Kirk Cousins? Insurance. And federated insurance oh, I see what you did. is your left tackle as a business owner. They've been helping business owners for over 100 years in the state of Minnesota. And it just helps tremendously if you've got that peace of mind, that expertise, the risk management resources and protection. Simply put, federated measures the success of their own business by the success of yours. So find out what both federated and their new online portal, My Shield, can do for you and your business at federatedinsurance.com. And remember, at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. All right, we should probably shut up so Declan can post this and uh, we can start fueling up for the actual live Vikings draft special on the Purple Daily YouTube channel tonight, boys. I am pumped, fired up for this. This is going to be a blast. We're going to start probably 30 minutes before the actual draft starts, around 6.30 tonight. And uh, I will have alcohol nearby in case things start to go south. I have a sixer of seltzer, and I have a bottle of tequila next to me in case things go wrong. That is the plan. <laughs> just, that is my plan. Just double fisting. Yep. Amazing. All right. Wow. Good so stuff you, here, boys. You guys might be completely tanked by the yeah. time we get to pick 14. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I might be Happy coffee. draft day. <laughs> I'm like the de- designated draft guy. Who thought, <laughs> whoever thought that I'd have to play that role? Happy draft day, everybody. We're looking forward to uh, a lot more tonight. And thanks to everyone for clicking that subscribe button on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and for giving us five-star ratings and positive reviews on Apple Podcasts. ScoreNorth.com and the ScoreNorth app also. Central hub for everything we do here, Vikings and Minnesota sports-related.